Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Hello and welcome everybody to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Lacey. And my name is Phil Thompson. It is great to be with you today on our weekly podcast. How are you doing today, Steve? Doing okay. All right, good deal. We are a company called JSL Solutions and we have several products very quickly before we get into today's podcast. By the way, today's podcast is called Seven Mistakes About Rest. But before we do that, who are we quickly, Steve, and what do we do? Okay. JSL Solutions has four main products, streamingchurch.tv for streaming, church app live, mobile app for churches, myflock.com, which is website and church management for churches, and greeter.church, which is a a new thing that no one else is doing. Uh, and it's uh, basically an online greeter for your church website. During the week, more people are going to visit your church website during the week than will visit your church on the weekend. So you might as well have a greeter out there. A live greeter, too, not a computer. Yes, a real person. And we can offer that, too. You can actually try it for free for, what, 10 days? Uh, yes. Right, just go to greeter.church. That's all you have to type in your browser, greeter.church, and you'll see more about it. But, hey, we're not here to push our products. Well, not exactly, but we are here to help you as a leader, as a volunteer uh, in your church, in your ministry. Well, part of our goal is to help you use technology to reach people. Uh, today, we're going to divert a little bit off technology, and we're going to address some things relating to, you could be a senior pastor, an associate pastor, or a volunteer, uh, but it has to do with rest, and getting, you know, staying healthy and, 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 and relaxing and getting some rest. Steve and I work have life in, balance, huh? Exactly. Balance, work, all that stuff. Steve and I have been in ministry for a long time. And so we, we connect well with people who are serving in the church. And so we, we I think this is important. It, for me, it strikes a bell for me because I had, as you know, a, a little, uh, heart, a forced uh, rest episode, huh? I did. I had a heart, uh, uh, what do they call it? I, I had, well, I had a stint put put in my uh, my one of my arteries, and uh, which is pretty common today. Mine was in the large artery, and it was ninety nine percent blocked, and it was worse than I realized. Till after they did all that, they told my wife I was, I guess, very lucky to be alive. And um, part of what they talked to me about was rest, and also uh, just last week I was watching network news. And there was this guy who was working all these hours and doing all these things. And he had high cholesterol, high blood pressure. And so they had him on statins. They had him on high blood pressure medication. They had him on some other things and it wasn't working. His cholesterol was not going down. You know what he did? No, he rested. He, he rested. That's exactly right. He cut back on his schedule. And one of the things he did, which kind of stuck out at me, was he decided to take an hour off every day to just rest during mm -hmm. the day. And when he did that, all of a sudden, all his all his uh, levels went down. His cholesterol went down. The mm -hmm. you know the the bad cholesterol went down, and yeah. his blood pressure went down. <clears throat> and he credits it to, you know, really kind of changing up his lifestyle a little bit. He still uh -huh. works, 
still does a lot of things, but he takes at least an hour a day off. Uh, I don't know when exactly he does it, but he schedules it to take a rest. And so uh, we want to talk about seven really common mistakes that that most people make, especially church leaders, when it comes to attempting to rest. Because I don't know about you, but, you know, we talk a lot about the Bible, you know, the, the scripture about how God created the heavens and the earth. And on the seventh day, he what? Rested. He rested. And we do talk about the Sabbath and we talk about, you know, you should take a day off, right. uh, you know. So let's talk a little bit about rest and how that can hopefully help you be more productive as a volunteer leader or a person on your church or a pastor. All right. So we got seven mistakes. Seven really pretty common mistakes. And the first so, one is we, we have this idea in our heads that we're using non-repeatable events to try to rest. So have you ever done mean? this? Have you ever have you ever come back from your vacation and you said, I need a vacation from my vacation? Vacation. Yes. And honestly, if you say that, and I have said that a lot over the years, that is a cry for help because you have not really rested probably. You are running so around. The non repeatable event is oh, let's go to take the family to Disneyland or yeah. or go here, go there and you think, ah, oh, I've got a week off from work, and I'm going to go go do this thing. And then you get back, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I, I ran the whole time I was there as well, yeah. and now I need to rest. So family vacations, holidays, maybe singular sporting events, you know, all those things rarely result in rest, especially if you've got a family that you're taking along on a right. vacation. You know, if it's just me and my wife, sometimes that can – I can get some rest, just depends on the schedule, mm -hmm. on the vacation schedule. So uh, we, we generally think, okay, well, I'm taking a vacation, that's my rest. And the truth is, many times it is not a rest at all. Yeah. Traveling is exhausting, too. Just it is. getting on, chasing planes or cars yeah. or whatever. That's oh, crazy. Yeah, wears crazy. you out. Yeah. So that's a common mistake. So don't make that mistake. I mean, take vacation, sure, take your family out and do things, but don't, don't uh, consider that necessarily as rest or plan some rest what um you should plan it which we, we would into. Yeah. yeah often do would be we're going to take a vacation and then i got three days off when we get back yeah. so i can recover well, that would be good that, yeah. that would be good okay so the second common mistake that we tend to make uh when we attempt to do some resting is we we have this thing in our brain that we mistake rest as laziness and so we often, especially those of us in, involved in leading our churches or whatever, we see this as kind of, we see the act of resting as like, well, that's just well, I'm laziness. Gonna, I'm just going to go be lazy. Yeah. And well, and, and we, we see it as, you know, real rest is really far from laziness. I mean, it's actually engagement. I, I remember hearing Rick Warren speak one time about if a person works with his mind, he can rest with his hands. And vice versa. If you work with your hands a lot, when you take a rest, you discontinue working with your hands, but you kind of work with your mind. And that's okay. That's, that can right. be a rest. So an example of that would be well, pastors putting together sermons each week or yeah. having to you know, work with your mind to come yeah. up with material. Counseling people. Right. Uh, working with staff. Right. So a rest may be going out and working in the garden or yeah. mm -hmm. 
playing some basketball or going on a bike ride. I think that or, could be. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that could be you know, other hobbies that engage you physically. And so, uh, you know, it, it's, it's really important that we kind of keep that in mind. Uh, it's a good little exercise, I think, to do. So rest is not laziness. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the other point when we talk about some of the seven common mistakes about rest, we mistake laziness as rest. So the other side of the coin here, there's, there's another side of the same coin. Sometimes when church leaders attempt to rest, uh, they do nothing. Yeah. And they veg. They veg or out. let's, you so, know, get Netflix out and yeah, binge watch, watch, binge watch uh, everything or TV. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, you know, when we look at the seventh day of creation, you know, we, we do, we do know that it didn't look like laziness. All right. And so it's an, it's an active yeah. Yeah, well, uh, it, thing you do. You have to be intentional. Yes. Rest requires intentionality. So if, if you aren't doing anything with the time that you've set aside the rest, you are probably just wasting time. And I find that on days that I lay around and just watch TV, which I rarely watch TV, uh, I'm more tired uh, the following day than I was before. Yeah. So again, it does, it can drain you and yeah. you feel you get up and like, oh my gosh, it's been this many hours. Yep. What did I yeah. accomplish today? So again, those who work with their mind should rest with their hands and choose something to work on that engages a different part of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an idea to think about. So anyhow, so as we move along here, um, using a sabbatical as an excuse to work on other projects. So, uh, I never really thought much about sabbaticals. I, when I became a senior pastor, uh, for years, I began to rub shoulders with some denominational pastors. I was always non-denominational. And I remember this one guy getting like a six-month sabbatical or something. And I thought, wow, that's amazing. You guys actually do that? And uh, and then I, I, I realized when I got back here, uh, your senior pastor has done something, a version of that. Yeah, every seven years, is Seven it? years. That's pretty common. Uh, but I, I worked mainly in churches that were non-denominational, and we didn't really talk about sabbaticals or doing that. I don't know, but a lot of the denominational churches do uh, require, or at least strongly suggest that, you know, if the pastor has been doing something for multiple years that he gets, he or she gets a certain amount of time off. Right. So in the sabbatical and the mistake here is that people treat the sabbatical as a way to work remotely or, you know, there's that book I've always been wanting to write or they're doing the same kind of thing on their sabbatical, right. um, but it's not yeah, that, you know, similar to, or mm-hmm. realize you, as you mentioned, if you're right. working with your mind, you're exercising right. your mind. Mm-hmm. Or you're, yeah. So they're not taking advantage of this sabbatical as a period of rest. Yeah, it is. I, I, I was actually, I, I'd been pastoring for about seven straight years and, and I was uh, actually considering, uh, you know, actually moving back here to Tucson, I was in Kansas at the time. And one of the guys I worked with in leadership, uh, I didn't, well, he, he wasn't in my church, but he was up in Lincoln, Nebraska. They suggested they go, why don't you take a sabbatical? And, and I said, ah, I don't do that. Cause you know, how, how are they going to, you know, they can't afford to pay me and not, you know, have somebody else. And now I wish I would have done it. I really wish I would have taken some type of sabbatical, but yeah, the, the problem is we, we, we make it as an excuse to, you know, work on right. some other and church-related project or something yeah, like we that. We weren't going to get too deep into this, but the 
the benefit of of making sure that you get the rest not only benefits you but it benefits your organization. Right. I was, you know, as I mentioned, used to work in the aerospace business, and they would actually force you to use your vacation time or you lose it. And so a lot of people that were, you know, I can't have, I don't have time to take some time off. I've got this project I got to work on. They get to the end of the year and they realize, oh my gosh, I've got this many hours of vacation. If I don't take a vacation, I'm not going to get a vacation. So they'll, anyway, they enforce, they want you to go away because they feel it's good for the company for you to rest or take a vacation. I think that can be applied the same for church work, you know, and, and obviously we're talking to, we're talking maybe specifically to paid staff here, you know, but even as a volunteer, if you're, if you're a highly engaged volunteer at your church, mm-hmm. uh, it might be good to take a break from some of that. Yeah. Uh, and, and because even if you're not getting paid to do what you do, if you're doing it for quite some time and you're really, you know, highly engaged in it, uh, it would might be good to consider a sabbatical from some of that. That's my two cents on it anyhow. All right. So. so don't work on your sabbatical while you're taking a yeah, sabbatical. Exactly. So, so that's right. number four. What is the fifth mistake we make about rest? So the fifth mistake we tend to make about rest when attempting the rest is choosing activities that just don't benefit you. So, you know, some activities, they're incredibly engaging, but others are not really helpful to find rest. We're talking about rest here. So, you know, again, the first thing that comes to mind, mind we mentioned earlier, watching TV, especially sports, playing video games, uh, you know, being in, attached to your smartphone. I'm not saying you can't do any of that. I'm mm-hmm. just saying that, you know, if you're considering that your rest, it's probably not. It's probably not going to help you. You know, uh, they don't necessarily help people rest in these areas. So I would consider, you know, setting appropriate barriers to preserve what I would call some sacred downtime. You know, choose some activities that engage your mind and your body together, uh, not the ones that just kind of leave your eyes sore mm-hmm. <laughs> staring at a screen all the all day long. Yeah. So anyhow. Exactly. Just some thoughts here. <clears throat> Number six. Binge, binge resting. <laughs> binge resting, yes. So that means trying to balance what, I don't know if this is a real word, but workaholism. Uh, Uh, Sure. If you're workaholic, workaholism. So you're trying to balance workaholism with the occasional shutdown. Uh, The best illustration I know of comes from a friend of mine that actually used to work as an EMT guy. And his routine was like four four weeks on. So he'd work four, four weeks on for like 16 hours a day, six days a week. And then he would get four weeks off and he wouldn't have any work at all. Uh, That tends to lead to all sorts of problems, especially if you're married, Mm -hmm. it can work and it can be a problem in your relationships. Uh, And, and you just, it just is not really a healthy thing to do, you know, unless you absolutely have to do that. Uh, But, but again, it's binge resting. I, I do know some pastors that have attempted to do something like this and uh, it just—it's not. I don't think the best thing to do. So you engage your—you would engage yourself in something positive and restful during your off time. Yeah, but what I'm getting at is find a rhythm that that involves regular rest. So not something that's okay. I'm going to go for weeks and weeks, work my tail off, 
And then I'll take weeks, several weeks off, and then I'll go back and right. cram for another. That's I don't think that's an important. I don't think that's a helpful thing. Mm-hmm. It creates issues, I think, down the road a ways, uh, namely relationship issues. I think, but I call it binge resting. So you incorporate some some rest into your even when you're on another profession that experiences this would be well where I came up, grew up as oil field workers. Mm-hmm. They'd yeah. go off and right. spend a month on the. Yep. It's very common. On the, yeah, yeah, on the oil rig, and then they have a month off. And, yeah. and, and, you know, if you've got a job like that, obviously this podcast is related to church activities and ministry stuff, so we're not really addressing oil rig workers. And if you have that schedule, if you're an oil rig worker or an EMT or something, yeah, you're probably going to have to figure out a way to deal with this as best you can. But if you're involved in church stuff, normally you don't have to do that in church stuff. You don't right. have to cram. You know, I mean, I know if you're really, really big on working, you know, and, and pressing yourself and driving yourself, this could be a problem. Mm-hmm. So, and I know some pastors that really drive themselves. So anyhow. All right. So last but not least, uh, failing to plan for rest, failing to plan for rest. So poor planning leads to less rest, right? <laughs> so you're a planner, right? Yes, I am very much a planner. So do you plan the rest? Um, not very well, although I do have a very regimented, um, I guess you would call it, uh, exercise cycle. So that's rest okay. for me because, yeah. yeah. cause work for me is, you know, creating and sitting in a chair. So I do have a very consistent, that's good. um, schedule of, of rest during the day and on the weekends. I'm not, I'm, I kind of, um, set it up so that I don't do a lot of work on the weekends um, other than, yeah, I'm just very minimal. So I try to set aside things and I try not to work all day long so that when evening comes around, it's okay. It's downtime and I switch gears and, and then during the day also incorporate the, uh, you know, the workout, a a hour for a bike ride or something like that. Yeah. And, and so you, obviously you're not pastoring a church, but, but this could still apply you know, even the things you just said could apply depending on how flexible. Your so I guess I do is. plan. I guess I, yeah, you do, you're, you're, you're looking good there, but the point is poor planning leads to less rest. And this is especially true when you feel like your work, the work that you aren't doing is piling up on your desk when you're not, when you're not there. So with withdrawing from work responsibilities does not equal rest. Set up a system is what we're getting at here, a system to maintain your work for you, you know, while you might be out. And this right. could be as simple as, as, you know, out of office messages on your email or right. someone and else it, assigned. And, and what you need, you need to plan for it and respect that planning like you would any other appointment you have. Right. So put it on your calendar and say, oh, nope, I can't deal with right. you on Tuesday because I'm unavailable. Exactly. And you really will be unavailable. Yeah, you're unavailable. That is my day of rest or whatever it may be. And that's, it's very common, especially if you're, uh, you know, if you've got a kind of a smaller church and you're, you know, the pastor, uh, it's easy sometimes to get into this mindset. Well, I'm trying to build this church and I've got to pay attention to all these, you know, I did something really stupid when I first started a, a church in Kansas 
I did not take a weekend off for like two and a half years. Now I did take some days off during the week. So I wasn't a total disaster. And you can certainly do that as a pastor or as somebody that's a key volunteer. Weekends usually are your busiest time if you're involved in church work and ministry. But you can certainly schedule some time off. One of the things that uh, you know, your pastor that I worked with for years did was was his whole plan was to take uh I think it was take Thursdays and Fridays off because mm-hmm. we had services on Saturday and Sunday, obviously. Uh, another guy I worked with uh, very common for pastors to take Monday off. And that's fine. I guess uh, for me, I never, I was never comfortable taking Mondays off because the weekend was always a lot of activity, things going on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And especially, and I always wanted to make sure we followed up with everything from the weekend. So we would hit it while the iron was still hot, so to speak on mm-hmm. Mondays. And then we would take, you know, Thursday or Friday off or whatever. Yeah, that makes sense. Days. Yeah. But there, you know, there are some pastors that take Mondays off and, and that's fine. I mean, whatever works for you, but th- there's gotta be a plan. And, and as you just said, you really need to stick to that plan uh, so you can get peace of mind. But I'm, I'll go back to what I said at the very beginning of this podcast is, is rest is, is, is good for you. It, it not just affects you emotionally and with anxiety issues, but it, it can, it can help you physically. And I think, you know, uh, it, it, you know, the, the, with the guys, guys, cholesterol going down and his blood pressure going down because he, he took periods of rest during the day and he took, you know, he didn't work 16 hours a day all the time. And so I think it's important for your health. It's important for your church's health. <laughs> it's important for obviously your family's health and your own state of mind. So mm-hmm. Anyhow, but rest, very, very common thing. And now this was not tech related today, but uh, we do obviously talk about things that are tech related. We'll probably do that next week with another thing. But if you have something to add to this that we just talked about, send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv. You can find us online. Just go to iTunes for the Church Solutions Podcast. Uh, We're available on your favorite podcast provider. Did I get that right? Yeah, your okay. whatever your favorite podcast player app, yeah. Yeah. whatever you use to do to play your podcasts, yeah. go to their search uh, function and search for Church Solutions Podcast. And uh, you know, where some of you might be listening to this, the audio version on YouTube. We're on YouTube with StreamingChurch.tv. So anyhow, uh, we exist to help churches and help you as a volunteer, as a pastor, uh, as a, as somebody on staff. We want to help enable you to do what you do better. And that's where our heart is. So if we can help you in any way, please let us know. All right. Thank you, Steve, for your input on this. Thank you. It's great. Are you zoning out on me? Okay. (laughs) Maybe I'm moving on. You're moving on. You're ready to move on to other things. All right. So, folks, have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Church Solutions Podcast. We will catch you next week. Take care. God bless. And have yourself a great week.